It's been a wild year for the Louisville men's basketball program. We wanted an insider's perspective, so we went straight to the source, and today we're chatting with 2013 national champion point guard, Peyton Siva. You are Locked On College Basketball, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, it's Friday, November 18th, 2022. Welcome into the Locked On College Basketball Podcast, the only daily national college hoop show out there. I'm your host, Isaac Shade, and I want to thank you for making Locked On College Basketball your first listen or your first watch every single day. Please don't forget that we're free and available anywhere you get podcasts, so you can subscribe right now to make sure you don't miss a second of your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Underdog. Sign up on underdogfantasy.com with the promo code Locked On and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. It is great to be joined on Locked On College Basketball today by national champion Louisville point guard, Mr. Peyton Siva, who is currently now down in Australia. You love to see people on the other side of the world coming together. And, and Peyton, listen, Louisville has been in the spotlight a ton lately. Let's just run through 2022. Coach Mack is fired back in January. Mid-March, Coach Kenny Payne is announced as the new head coach. Just a tough start to this season. The Cardinals are currently 0-3. All one-point losses. Wacky. Uh, finally, the NCAA announces uh, punishments in the case that they've been investigating for like five years ago. And, and that's essentially where I want to start. It has been over five years since Coach Patino was fired. This punishment, uh, frankly, was not all that much of a punishment. Um, handful of recruiting sanctions, $5,000 fine, two years probation. Notably, no penalties for Coach Patino, no suspensions, no postseason bans. And so what I want to ask you is when you hear this punishment, what's your reaction to it? Well, I mean, it's kind of like a bittersweet moment for the guys in a sense, uh, bitter because I feel for guys like Damian Lee, yeah, um, Trey Lewis, guys who came to Louisville and had to deal with the punishments that they weren't a part of, and they kind of took the heat for it uh, in a sense of not being able to play in the postseason. Yeah. And then it's it's great for, you know, Coach P. Um, I love it for him. I love it for the other guys, but mostly him just because his name was dragged through the mud for so right. much, for so long that, you know, this is great for him to show that, you know, he really didn't do anything wrong. And, you know, I love Coach P. He's a great guy, and, and I'm glad that he's bouncing back on his feet. But, you know, that's tough, man. It's, it's tough to deal with. It's tough to, you know, go through all that scrutiny. But, I mean, he's a strong man, and, you know, he he's resilient. So, uh, you know, it doesn't surprise me that he's doing well now, and um, I'm happy for him. Yes, absolutely. And I, and I want to ask you more about Coach P in just a second, but I also want to ask you, I, I know like you're not necessarily any part personally of these accusations, but it's still your national championship that the NCAA vacated. Like, do you feel any level of personal vindication from this result? I mean, for me, it's more so, and I wish they never took away our national championship. It was tough. I mean, for things that happen off the court that had nothing to do with on the court success yeah. know, for our guys and our team, you know, we did nothing wrong. We were out there, we played, we put our blood, sweat and tears in the court um, and the results showed. So it is what it is. Like I always say, um, you know, hopefully the NCAA, you know, does, you know, give back the banner and hopefully the university tries to fight for that. But um, in the meantime, people know, you know, who won the championship. So, <laughs> 
you know, I still have my ring and I still have my uh, all my trophies and everything. So I just go with that. Yes, sir. Absolutely. In fact, I was honored to get to take a picture with your ring on. <laughs> and uh, I, you know what? I have that picture proudly and I love it. Uh, you know what? Speaking of, let's just definitively remind people right now, Peyton Siva, who were the 2013 NCAA college basketball national champions? Louisville Cardinals. You know it. Absolutely. <laughs> Only people who, who tried to spam it are either uh, some Michigan fans who are upset <laughs> that, you know, always bring up Trey Burke's block against me that it was called a foul or UK fans. So <laughs> either one or the other. <laughs> well, they can keep it in Lexington and in Ann Arbor and, and you know th- what they can do with all that. So uh, Peyton, I mean, you just kind of said it a minute ago, but given the lack of high level punishment, do you believe that the NCAA should reinstate the 2013 national championship? I think so. I think it's only right. You know, the guys, you know, who battled out there, you know, they didn't do anything. And, you know, we fought hard to accomplish something on the court. So we'll see. We'll see what comes down the line. Uh, I'm sure the university is going to address that with NCAA. And um, like I said, all you can do is just wait and see. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know what? Louisville, hang the banner. What's the NCAA going to come and do, right? Like, let's get that thing up, you know? Maybe we'll get sure. in there, and you can be the one, like, let's let you hang it yeah. in there, and we'll make it happen, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, listen, here, here's a question. So going back, you talked about Coach Patino. There's been a, a bunch, a myriad of schools that have been charged in the past decade or so. And unless I've missed somebody, Louisville is the only one of those schools that preemptively fired their coach. And Coach Patino, as we already said today, didn't receive any punishment. Do you think the university jumped the gun on firing Coach P? Or do you believe, despite the results, they ultimately made the right decision in letting him go? I think they jumped the gun a little bit. I mean, you know, looking back at it, it's been five years since the investigation and everything's come out. So it's tough, especially with the cloud that was over University of Louisville. Um, I just think it was people, you know, behind the scenes that just probably wasn't getting along with Coach P that wanted to make the decision. Um, you know, Coach P's an amazing guy. I mean, he's a, you know, like I say, he's a resilient guy. And, you know, I don't know. Some people just don't like him. Uh, but <laughs> I, I felt like, you know, that was the wrong decision. I mean, he's a great coach and he loves the players and he was doing everything by their sides. Um, yeah. So uh, I wish that he didn't go, um, but unfortunately, you know, things happen at the university that, you know, some people wanted him out. Yeah. But like I said, you know, for him, you know, Tom George, a lot of those guys, it was, it was tough to see them go, especially the guys that, you know, I grew up with and was yeah. around, you know. Man. And uh, then. In four years of college. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. And, and how cool is it then now uh, to see him back coaching a D1 school up there at Iona? Uh, I believe the Gales are one and one as we uh, speak, and they play tonight on Friday night. And so um, just what does it do for you to see your head coach back on a Division One college basketball sideline? It's amazing, man. I'm glad that he's, you know, coaching at that school, Iona, uh, just because it gives him a chance to really be who he is. Um, it's not like a big school where it's a lot of, I would say, pressure or, you know, expectations. He's at a school where he's going to get the guys that he wants, guys that, you know, are going to come in, work hard, and 
play for the love of basketball. You know, with NIL and everything, you know, a lot of guys choose money or, um, for their fit in their program where I don't think Ayana's really shelling out a lot of NIL deals to their <laughs> players. So and I think Coach P is – he's never been one to recruit that way anyway. Yeah. So he's going to get guys who are, you know, overlooked in a sense, and he's going to get the best out of them. I mean, he's one of the best, you know, player developers and you'll see the progress with all of his teams that they get better and better throughout the years. Um, so I'm happy for him, man. It's good to see him, man. It's good to see the smile on his face, the passion that he has at such a, at his age, the passion that he shows out there on the court, man. It's, it's unbelievable. Gosh, yes, absolutely. It's great to see a coaching legend back on the sideline. Now, Peyton, it is hard to believe the words that are about to come out of my mouth, but it has been, almost a decade since the 2013 (laughs) national championship. First off, how is that real? But secondly, as you look back and reflect on, on that season, that magical season, what are some of your fondest memories? I would say, I mean, just being with my teammates, man, Um, just hang out with those guys, you know, the battles that we went through, I mean, the good times, you know, in the Bahamas, (laughs) hanging out. Um, We had lost that summer. We went to Bahamas. And then we went back for the Battle of Atlantis. I mean, it was just, I mean, the next year we went to Battle of Atlantis. It was just a good time, man. I mean, it was just, you know, those are your brothers. Those are your, like, you know, you spend pretty much every waking hour with them, uh, especially with our schedule. It was practice in the morning, study hall with them, go back to practice, then study hall again, team dinner. So uh, you really created that bond with them. Uh, so those were some of my biggest memories with them, especially like in the Big East tournament. Yeah. You know, yeah, we made a big run just just being with each other. It's was, it was amazing, man. You love to hear that. And that makes it all the more tough to see this and 3 start the Cardinals are off to this season. It's been an undeniably tough start to Oval season, but they're essentially six points away from being 3-0 and instead of 0-3. I want to know how the cards get this thing turned around. But before we ask Peyton about that, this episode is brought to you by Underdog. Underdog Fantasy is the easiest place to spice up this college basketball season. It's easy to get started and easy to play while you watch your favorite team. In fact, I've created my own account with Underdog, and I'll be watching for some under-overs to pick in tonight's Gonzaga-Kentucky matchup. You can go to Underdog to make your own picks just like me. It's easy to play and available in over 30 states legitimately it's one of the easiest fantasy games to play out there and you could win cold hard cash in a single game so sign up with promo code locked on one word and underdog will double your first deposit up to 100 dollars. deposit 100 get 100 free go to underdogfantasy.com or find the underdog fantasy app in the app store or google play store again that's underdog fantasy promo code locked on all one word get in on the college basketball pick'em action today For your second listen today, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. From the games that matter most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with insights and local experts that only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube and anywhere else you get podcasts. So, Peyton, after Coach Mack was fired back in January, Louisville eventually turned to alum Kenny Payne to come back and lead the program. What were your initial thoughts when you heard that he was the new man to be the head coach of the Louisville Cardinals? Um, I mean, I met Kenny, uh, Coach Payne, you know, once or twice, just kind of running 
running into him, you know, yeah. UK and everything. But uh, my initial thoughts was it's great to bring an alumni back, you know, hmm. someone who's won a national championship at University of Louisville. And I didn't really know too much about him. But then, you know, when I met him in person, I mean, he was just an amazing guy. Hmm. Um, he was very welcoming. He was like, hey, man, you know, come back to Louisville, you know, come back around the guys, come to practices, whatever. And, you know, he's really been a man of his word. Like, you know, he's open, welcomed me with open arms back into the, you know, university, being around the guys. Um, I've been hanging out with the guys before I came down here, um, just helping out whatever way I can. And, you know, he, he's just an amazing person. Um, just a really down-to-earth guy. And, uh, you know, so I, I think it was a great hire for the University of Louisville to bring back someone who's so beloved in the city, but also somebody who has a, a basketball mind. Yeah, gosh, great stuff. All And you, you talked about that, bringing back an alum to coach um, at Louisville. And we've seen that, I feel like, all over the country right now. You have Juwan Howard at Michigan, Pat Ewing at Georgetown. You've got Hubert Davis at North Carolina, John Shire at Duke. What, why do you think we're seeing this trend all over college basketball? Uh, I just think more guys, um, former players, are wanting to become coaches now. Mm. Um, just I think, you know, it's an easier process than it probably was in the past, especially with, you know, technology and everything, especially with all the coaching clinics and things of that nature that goes on and programs that help coaches or former players become coaches. Um, you know, and, and it's great to see. I mean, it's great to see the alma maters hire these guys and they know the passion that they have for these schools. So, uh, you know. Hopefully they can be successful. Um, hopefully Kenny could be the most successful. Cause I'm a guy. <laughs> but, uh, but we'll see. Uh, you know, it showed that, you know, some guys are have the potential to be great coaches. Um, you know, John Howard went to Final Fours and you know, NCAA tournaments. Davis uh, won championships. So we'll, we'll see how it goes and we'll see how the trend goes. But I think, you know, guys deserve a shot, especially at their alma maters. Yeah. Yeah, you love to see it. Well, for Coach Kenny Payne, uh, it's it's not been the greatest start, unfortunately. As we've said, the Cardinals are 0-3. But all of these games are by one point. Such close, agonizing losses, especially the most recent one against App State where L. Ellis just has the ball on his fingertips. And, and in real time, it looked like he got it off and, and the Cardinals had their first win. Um, I, I would imagine Louisville fans are losing their collective minds right now. Um, and so here's the thing, Peyton. I think it would be beneficial for them to hear from you, a player who's been through highs and lows and everything between. What would you say to Louisville fans to give them some comfort in this moment? I would just say, man, you just got to just trust. <laughs> I mean, you always hear this trust the process of it all. Um, Kenny's a great coach. You know, a lot of people are already questioning that. and It's, it's very early in the season. Um, you know, he has a bunch of guys that – you know, some are new, uh, some are old, but just guys that are new to his program, new to his style, and they'll figure it out. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and I've been part of losing teams before, and it's like you're just itching for that first win. You're, like, constantly, like, pushing and pushing for that first win. And once you get it, uh, you just got to – you can't get used to losing. Uh, so for the fans, they just have to be there to support them. You know, through the ups and downs, you know, they'll they'll bounce back. They'll have their time um, to shine. And, you know, once they just kind of figure out their identity, I think uh, they'll be a really good team. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So I, I know from Australia, and while you're trying to play your own games, it's difficult to check in and see them all the time. But but what have you seen from this year's Cardinals that that give you hope for this season and some things that they can build on? Well, I think to uh, it starts with their two captains, their leaders, L and J, um, and the guys who've been playing, guys who've been playing well, you know, Jalen foul trouble last game, but who started really well at the beginning of the year. Uh, those guys just got to continue to carry their team, be the leaders that, you know, their teammates need, their young team, essentially. But guys going off the bench, freshmen, transfers, they got to continue to lead them. Um, and, you know, hopefully, you know, guys like Hersey and Fob can, you know, spell L some minutes to yeah. kind of give him a break. You know, he can't <laughs> go out there and play 40 minutes a game. And, sure. you know, Hersey, these last couple games, has done a better job of kind of coming in and bringing that energy, that spark plug. And they're going to need that. Um, because when L, like, although I think L's in amazing shape, I've seen him, you know, throughout the summer. We work together. And oh, nice. 40 minutes is tough to, <laughs> to keep that, you know, energy and that level of play up, uh, you know, especially throughout the year. So when he's, you know, has a second win, he's going, I mean, he can be unstoppable, as you saw in yeah. his last game. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, like I said, Hershey steps up. He's doing a good job now. He's figuring out his role. He's figuring out that energy. And they just need it from everybody, especially guys who come off the bench. Just bring that energy, come out there, play hard. And they just got to play, continue to play hard, man. Uh, they showed in these last, really, three games that in the second half, when they come out there and they really, you know, push it, that they made them all close games, winnable games. They just they start really slow in the first half, and the second half is that where they make their run. And that's because really Kenny's been conditioning them that way throughout the whole summer. Um, so hopefully that conditioning can transfer over to the court, and yeah. they can use it in the first half instead of so late in the second. Half. <laughs> Let's get it going from the tip. You love it. So so then Peyton. What what does success look like in year one under Kenny Payne? What needs to happen to get things moving in the right direction? Uh, for them, man, just continue to learn and build. Uh, obviously, you know, win some games, get some wins under their belts, uh, get that momentum going into the, the next year and the next year. Uh, but obviously, just to, sh- you know, to continue to go out there and play with heart, play with passion, man, uh, for the fans. Yeah, they would love to see their guys win, but they want to see their guys go out there and play hard. You know, that's one thing that, you know, from the outside looking in, that's what they kind of missed the last couple of years. These guys went out there and competing and for the full 40 minutes, not just the last five, six minutes of the game where, you know, you're just kind of running around with your head cut off and trying to make a comeback because <laughs> you have nothing to lose. So yeah. if they can just, you know, continue to go out there, improve, uh, you know, get guys to, you know, fill a role, you know, I think it'll, it'll be really well, I mean, really good for Kenny just to kind of see that progress throughout the year so it can lead on into the years following. Yeah, absolutely. Well, coming up next for Louisville, a big test as they take on Arkansas on Monday, 5 p.m. on ESPN2. Make sure you check that out and see how the Cardinals continue to progress. Now, folks, Peyton's world got quite literally flipped upside down this fall as he went to play basketball in Australia. How are things going down under for our guy, Peyton Siva? We'll ask him about it in just a moment. But first, this episode is brought to you by Nugenics. I'll tell you what, as we get into the holidays, my eating habits go out the window. And now I've got a straight up dad bod. 
I don't have the time to work out, but like you, I want the energy and body I once had. You want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging? Well, Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testofen will help you turn back the clock, re-energize your workouts, and get you better results at the gym while helping you look and feel like the man you really want to be. Also, Nugenics Total T is the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. So you can get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T right now when you text COLLEGE to 231-231. Text NOW and get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text COLLEGE to 231-231. Again, that's COLLEGE to 231-231. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase message and data rates may apply. All right, folks, we are joined on Locked On College Basketball today by Louisville National Champion point guard, Mr. Peyton Siva. Now, Peyton, if if I've got all the places right, outside of the NBA, you have played in Italy, Germany, New Zealand, Greece, and currently Australia. Am I missing any? No, no, that's where I've been. Dude, you have seen the world. It's it's so neat uh, how basketball has taken you to all these wonderful and different types of places. What have you learned about the world from all those experiences? Man, I'm just, you know, I just thank God for just allowing me to be, be here. Uh, you know, I never would have thought that I'd be traveling the world to travel the world, first of all, but even playing basketball. So it's just uh, a truly a blessing. And, you know, what I've learned is just, we're so small. I mean, <laughs> you know, you, you think you're, you know, such a, a major person in this world and, you know, actually traveling the world and seeing it. Like, you know, there's people all over. Uh, you don't really realize how big the world is. And for me, it's just, I take it all in. It's very grateful to see the different cultures, um, see different how people live, how their lives are. And, you know, I'm just truly blessed to be in a position that I'm in. So yeah. I, I'm very grateful in uh, seeing everything. Yeah. Goodness. Could you like, is there one of those places that stands out as a favorite or, or maybe a couple, uh, like whether it's food or whatever, just what was your favorite place to be? Um, I spent five years in Berlin. It was really nice. The people were, you know, really great, especially the fans. Uh, I would say, I wish I would have spent a little bit more time in New Zealand. You know, I've mm. only spent like a, a month there until yeah. we got relocated because of COVID, but it was so beautiful. They had nice, uh, the beaches was nice, the sun, I would say Italy had really great food. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. Uh, so that that was that was nice. And, I mean, I, I just try to take an experience from each place that I've been to, and uh, just kind of enjoy it, you know. And now I'm in Wollongong, in Australia, near Sydney, uh, enjoying the beautiful weather they have here. It's a small town, and, uh, you know, just enjoying it. Yeah. That's great. And, and one of the cool things for you currently that we were talking about before we started recording today is one of your Louisville teammates, Mango, is on your team in, in Australia. How helpful is that to have somebody that you already knew and had a relationship with? That's awesome, man. You know, it's funny because uh, basketball is such a small world. And Mango is a registered freshman my senior year. So I, I got a chance to really know him, see him a lot you know, through his progression through college because I kept up with him guys a lot. But uh, to have him out here in Illawarra is, you know, amazing because it's, it's a familiar face, 
someone we can joke with, um, laugh about all the time, especially at Royal Bowl, and just enjoy each other's company. I mean, he's from Australia, so this is his home turf, and uh, it's really cool. Yeah, gosh, that's great. And so, uh, speaking of his home turf, we t- I-, I mentioned how you're literally flipped upside down from being in America. It is just about to be summer in Australia, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, I uh, skipped, skipped winning the last couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> how how disconcerting is that? Uh, for me, it's fine, man. I mean, you know, I miss a little bit of the snow, but sunshine all year round. Kids love it. They get to go to the beach all year round. Uh, you know, don't have to be in the depressing cold weather all the time. Yeah. I don't mind. You know, I, I don't mind in the fall, but winter, I'll kind of stay away from. You know, I love a little snow fight every now and then, but <laughs> it's cool. Yes. Speaking of your girls, I, I know you've been in all these different places. You have a, a wonderful and beautiful family, two daughters. And so when you are overseas away from the States, does does your wife and, and girls travel with you? Do you have to go by yourself? What What is that dynamic like? Uh, sometimes, you know, when I was in Germany, especially in Europe, you know, like 10 month season. So my family would come over for a little bit and then go back to the States. They really enjoy it as much. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's tough, especially for families. You know, you're you're pretty much isolated. Yeah. Um, you know, it's tough to make a lot of you know new friends each year, new teammates each year. So, you know, whereas me as a player, you know, I have my teammates. Um, you know, so I, I talk to them all the time, and you know, that's my social life. Whereas you know, families, it's a lot tougher. You know, they don't really have the supporting cast that we have, so yeah. it's tough. So they would go back and forth. But as far as coming to Australia, they came down with me. Um, nice. these last two years and you know we made the decisions to come down here it's the shortest season you know it's about it's over in february we get a chance to really be together it's not as much travel it's not as hectic and uh, you know it's just a way for us to spend more time together uh, yeah. you know so that's why we decided to come down to this part of the world and uh we just want to be together more as a family and uh you know just a place for my wife and my kids to enjoy more yeah, that's great. I'm so glad you guys are getting to be together in this season. Now, Peyton, you are, if I'm if I'm adding things correctly, a man in your early 30s. And so, um, you know, that's young in terms of the world. But in terms of basketball, you know, you're getting up there a little bit. Have you, have you made some, uh, I mean, you know, Vince Carter, maybe you just want to keep on plugging away like him. But ha- have you started thinking about making a plan for how long you'd like to continue to play? And then what you're thinking about after basketball is eventually done. Honestly, I thought we were going to be done this year. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, well, we were just preparing for life outside of basketball. Um, you know, I was still trying to stay in shape and, you know, still work out. But we were just focused on things outside of basketball. Like I said, I was down at UofL helping and working with the guys, um, doing a little bit of training with uh, some young kids back in Louisville and just being around the community. And that's where my wife is from. That's where I pretty much, you know, lived for the last, you know, couple of years. So we just wanted to, be, you know, just reconnect with the community, be around them. And um, then we got the call from Australia. We came out here. But throughout the summer, I went to the uh, NBA Top 100 camp where I got to do the coaching clinic and uh, just see if I enjoyed doing that. And just trying to, you know, like I said, put pieces in play. So I don't know how – how much longer I got playing, um, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll do it as long as I, I can. But ultimately, it's 
you know, what's best for my family. If That's we right. can, you know, move on for it and um, move on from it, then we do. Uh, if not, if we want to keep continue to travel and play, and if teams want to continue to offer me a contract <laughs> for my service, then uh, we'll take it. Yeah, it's not a bad deal if somebody wants to offer you a good chunk of money to go play basketball for them. That's that's a yeah. Big I mean, it's just such a tough life, man. <laughs> playing playing a game. Oh, that's good. So, what do you? I mean, when when you do decide to finish, you thinking about settling back down in Louisville, back up in in the Seattle area where you're from? Maybe maybe go the the route of your teammate Luke Hancock and wind up on ACC Network coaching. What do you think? Uh, right now, I mean, we're just kind of figuring it out you know i really enjoy the coaching aspect of it um i i enjoy the mentorship of it hmm. you know helping guys you know sharing some of the wisdom that i accumulated over the years playing basketball some of the coaches that i've been around so i enjoy that part you know learning the game teaching the game and so that's something that i look forward to doing and you know just working with kids whether that's you know elementary middle high school college whatever it is you know that's what i want to do that's the basketball is my passion so i want to stay around basketball and uh, we'll see awesome well peyton thank you so much for joining us on today's episode best of luck to you and your teammates this season and best of luck to the louisville cardinals as well as they get going in their first season under kenny Payne. thank you That's it for today's episode of Locked on College Basketball, and that's it for this week on Locked on College Basketball. Big thanks to Peyton Siva for joining us today to talk about Louisville basketball and everything he's doing in Australia. Make sure you check out our other full show today, out with a recap of Gonzaga's loss to Texas, as well as a weekend primer. Thanks for making Locked On College Basketball your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. Biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and of course, the take of the day. It's available right now on Odyssey, YouTube, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Hey, don't forget to subscribe, smash the like button, and leave some comments thinking about this Louisville basketball program. Hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy the beginning of all the MTEs. But until next time, peace.